podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. And in terms of going to um, to see Sevilla and Betis in, in particular, uh, there are some hotels very, very close to, to both of those stadiums uh, where you might get to, to even see the see the teams as well. Yeah, so, so the, the little circle around the stadium, so right by the, I mean, this is one of the beauties of going to Sevilla, particularly if you're coming from Madrid, is the train station at Santa Justa is literally a three or four minute walk from the ground. And right on the corner from the, the Ramos Sanchez Pijuan. Yeah. yeah, the Ramos Sanchez Pijuan. Right in the corner of the train station on the way to the Sanchez Pijuan is what used to be known as the Occidental, is now the Aire Hotel, A Y R E. And that's where the visiting team normally stays. So normally you'll get the visiting team staying in that hotel, but it's a big enough hotel that you should be able to get a room as well. You carry on towards the stadium and on the next corner you get the Hotel Lebreros, which is directly opposite the stadium, although you can't quite see the stadium because it's behind a one row of buildings. And that's where the Sevilla team stays for every home game. So if you go there, you'll see the Sevilla bus outside. You'll, the team will be in there. But again, it's a big enough hotel that you can stay in it. Then on the other corner of the stadium, again, about a two-minute walk further up, is a budget hotel. I think it's an Ibis on the corner of the of the Peace One mm-hmm. on Eduardo Dato, which is the road that runs past it. And that's very much a budget option, which is a, which is a really good one. That's cheaper and it's right in the corner of the stadium. You can see the stadium from there. And then about a 10 minute maybe 5 or 10 minute walk from there there's the Eniache collection which is another one that is very often used by visiting teams so much so and we've put a photograph of, up of this on Twitter before that there is a glass cabinet in the foyer which is gorgeous a really huge glass cabinet ceiling to floor um, glass cabinet with the shirts of teams that have stayed in there signed and in the cabinet including the Real Sociedad team that won the Copa del Rey so it's actually got this their cup final shirt signed by the team and that's where both them and Barcelona stayed when they won the Copa del Rey and had their celebrations there and I have to say if you've never had the chance to do it staying in the same hotel as either the home team or the visiting team it's quite a thrill oh, especially really if, if you're a football yeah. fan because literally you'll be just going down in the, in the lift for breakfast or whatever and there'll be a couple of players in there sometimes or they'll just be hanging around in the lobby it depends of course on the team and the, and the circumstances but quite often they're not necessarily kind of kept kept away from the public in the way that you might expect it's quite often quite a bit more more, yeah. more casual than that Madrid and Barcelona will be but yeah. everybody Real else tends to, yeah. tends, to, tends to be quite relaxed um, just while we're on this very briefly to throw in the stadium just behind the Betis ground um, is, is called the Al Andalus it's a Silken Hotel and that's where Betis stayed yes all that's where games. I stayed when I went to the, so, to and, the and they do control that a little bit more I suppose just because they've got the match day routine so well organised now um, so the fans will be will be kind of kept away from one corridor but it means that the players kind of have a gauntlet they run past the fans on the way out mm-hmm. so if it's a big game that becomes part of the build up mm. so you get the players come down walk past the gauntlet of fans cheering and chanting as the, as the bus goes off um, so, so, so if you want to kind of add to, if you like, the footballing experience, it is well worth looking at the Occidental, the, uh, the Portal uh, Andalus, the Lebreros and the NAH collection. Um, so that, those are some ideas of, of where you should stay. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, if you're planning a trip to Seville, you're going to want to take in a game because we have two of the city's great teams. We have two of the country's great stadiums. Uh, we'll start with Seville, Sevilla, rather, and uh, and and the Estadio Ramon Sanchez Pijuan. Uh, it's it's at the moment. I mean, this season, it's 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 actually been quite easy to get tickets. But in the past, to get tickets for big matches, it's 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 a little bit trickier, I think. Yeah, and it's it's not cheap either. It's mm. it's not cheap. Rather, I mean, they have 
huge, uh, I must admit, I don't know the numbers, I think it was a bit over 40,000 season ticket holders. So obviously the, the number of tickets available is not that high, but then you get, there is, as most clubs run, a sort of a ticket return scheme for those season ticket holders who can't go. So that tends to, to lead to, to, if you like, a kind of a release of tickets before games. Um, but it does mean that it tends not to be cheap. It's It's got, it's got a, a effective and very simple online purchasing scheme. Yeah. Uh, purchasing, what's the word I'm looking for? Web, just a website. It's just very easy. So, so from that point of view, it's it's quite handy. And like most clubs, I believe they go on sale eight days before the game. Mm. Uh, yes, you mentioned uh, the uh, number of season ticket holders. It's it's thirty five thousand this right. season in a in a stadium, the the Estadio Ramon Sanchez Pijuan, which holds forty three thousand. So there's not yeah. going to be that many tickets that go on general sale normally but there's enough if you do it with you know enough time you should be able to to get a ticket we've mentioned that the sunny p is is very close to the train station so if you're coming by train the ave there's a high-speed connection from madrid takes two and a half hours it's it's very very simple to get there otherwise from the otherwise from the center you could walk it from the center i have walked it yeah. otherwise it's a, it's a short short taxi drive it's, it's it's really not not too difficult well it'll be about three kilometers from the center more or less won't it something like that yeah yeah i've, I've walked maybe it pretty li- comfortably yeah. i there is a metro in seville i've never got it so i can't no nor have i to be honest I can't tell you anything about the metro no um but you probably don't need to get on the metro um but you know the atmosphere at the estado sanchez piquan is magnificent as it is at both of these stadiums obviously we thoroughly recommend going to to a big game if you can get a ticket for a big game, the Seville Derby, it's not easy, but if you can get it, you won't experience too much like it. But even even against Real Madrid, it's pretty good as well. Oh, yeah, it's brilliant. It's, it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's well worth trying to, trying and to also, experience. And also, at the risk of either stating the obvious or, or, or falling into a cliche, get into the ground early enough to hear the anthem before the game. I was going to say that is the time that I was there with with Kitro for the Champions League with with Arsenal. I will remember for the rest of my days hearing the the Sevilla anthem being sung, you know, a cappella by the fans when the music drops out. And, it, and honestly, I think it was it was one of my greatest ever experiences yeah. in a football stadium up to that point, and it probably still is. Mm. It's brilliant, and, and you know, I, I, I realise it's stating the obvious, but I think sometimes people kind of rush to get in at the last minute because they think, well, there's a nice bar outside, and by the way, there are lots of bars around the Pizquan, so there is quite a nice pre-match thing um, going around the stadium the facade of the stadium by the way is gorgeous as well it's got this fantastic tiled facade I think the best stadium facade in Europe at least the best that I can think of anyway yeah, um, make sure you take a picture of that make sure you take, take a lot of pictures yeah. of that and, and, but, but get in in time to see the anthem because the anthem is pretty special and actually Betis's while it's not quite as catchy as Sevilla's is pretty good as well uh, just about bars around the, around the Sunny P there is there's actually a there's a shopping centre right next mm. to it, uh, which actually has got some some decent bars. I remember I had some good times in Gambrinus in there, which upstairs, yeah, upstairs. Which you know, it, it might seem like not the kind of authentic experience you're looking for, but trust me, uh, the home fans go there. They they, yeah. they drink. They, they they have a good time there. So it is a it's a decent and you, spot. You you get the thing that you get every ground as well. That the 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 road that runs along the if you like the the Santa Justa side of the stadium. Yes. Basically, the fans would just be there doing the body on, yeah. So, which is which is obviously cheap alcohol from a from a local alimentación store, yes. um, mixed with coke, yeah, and, and everyone getting slightly shit faced, slightly, slightly. <laughs> um, that's the Sanchez Piquan, the Benito Villamarín. It's a bigger stadium. It's sixty thousand, and yeah. Betis have forty eight thousand season ticket holders uh, this season. So, once again, getting tickets 
it, it's it's not that you can't get tickets, but just bear that in mind that we're talking. It's a little about, bit harder, I think, actually, Betis than Sevilla. Yeah, we're talking about. You might look at this stadium and think, "Well, oh, sixty thousand, I should be able to get a ticket, no problem." Mm-hmm. But there's only twelve thousand tickets that are going on yeah. on general sale. Really, sometimes sometimes fewer. So just bear that in mind. But once again, you can go on the Betis website. You should be able to do it uh, relatively straightforward. How would you compare the the experience, the match day experience between these two? And if you had to choose one, if you had to Oof. recommend. Oh. Because well, a lot of people are only coming. We're, we're going to make some people angry. Well, that, 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 I tell you what, I think one of the biggest differences is, I think, the location mm. and the fact that Betis is ground. And it's curious because, of course, the identity of a club in theory is that Betis is the working class club and all this sort of mm-hmm. stuff. The Betis ground is surrounded by really nice housing. Mm. It's not flats; it's housing, and it feels very smart and yeah. very posh. And then the stadium is sort of plonked in the middle of it, and what that brings with it is far, far less in terms of bars and so on. Far yeah. less of a sense of bars cramped around the stadium. So that pre-match thing, although you do get fans hanging around, you do get them waiting for the bus, there is that long avenue that goes back into the centre of town. It's actually quite a nice walk, although a, a deceptively long one mm-hmm. from the Torre de Oro, which is the, 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 the gorgeous tower on the edge of the river. And you can basically follow that avenue all the way out to the ground. But it's it feels like, oh, it's just up there, but it's not. It's actually quite a long way up there. But there isn't that sense, I suppose, of quite as much of a sense of being packed in together pre-game. Now, there are bars there, but it's, it's relatively few. And I think that's possibly a big part of, of why I might even lean towards Sevilla. But they are both brilliant experiences. I mean, let's be realistic as well. It's probably going to be dictated to a large extent by which team is playing at home on the weekend that you happen to, to be well, exactly. there. And unless you're planning your trip specifically to coincide with a game for one or... Or yeah. the other. So um, I guess you're lucky, actually, because either one is going to be great. It's not like that's it. That's you know, it. It's not like if you're going to Valencia, which we did last time, and Valencia and Levante are pretty different experiences in, in terms of a, a match day out. These are both going to feel pretty big and pretty special. I mean, yes. genuinely, I mentioned how what a memorable experience it was for me going to see Sevilla for the first time. I went to see Betis. It was a couple of years ago now. It was uh, just before the pandemic and it was when Barca beat them the 3-2. In fact, it was a pretty special trip because, messy because TSFP had been invited by Betis to go down and, and see them. And me, you know, any chance of a freebie, as you know, I'm, I'm there. Um, and Oops. so they took us kind of on a tour of the stadium and stuff and then had tickets for the, for the game later on. And it was one of the best match experiences as a neutral I've, I've ever had because the game was incredible. It was the game where Betis went ahead early and then Barca equalised and then Betis went ahead again and then Barca equalised. There were a couple of sendings off late on. Um, and yeah, the atmosphere was, was incredible. It was, it was very, very special. Yeah. They, are, they are two, I mean, they genuinely are two great clubs. Mm. And, 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 and put it this way, if you go and you don't have a Spanish club and you go to whichever one of these mm-hmm. two you go to, when you finish the game, you will probably mm. decide, right, that's it, I support this mm. lot, this is my team now. Network.